I have one fucking story before I leave. I got a half hour. I gotta be home. Are we gonna go through? You may not even get one. Or what? I don't even know where to start. I know how to start. Shmo reads the date. Good point. The year is 2008. It's the 21st of May. You're wasting away on the North Coast. Very good. With, uh, I don't know what. Amigo Shmo. <laughs> and. Greg. Cactus Mike. Mickey. Uh, sorry, just Scott. And. Heartbreaker. <laughs> we, uh, there's a good reason for Cactus Mike. Actually, I think I, I, I named you Cactus Boy. Yeah, I was. It was not Cactus Mike. I was, was being Cactus referred to Boy. as Cactus Boy much of the whole weekend. So. Your amigo Schmoes. That's how we start. We'll start the show off. <laughs> I guess you could say it that way. Mike and I went to Roger Klein and Peacemaker Circus Maxicus, May 2008, last weekend. Circus Maxicus, for those of you that don't know, is? Uh, bi annual. What do I want to say? Semi annual. Semi annual, twice a year. Yeah. Semi annual adventure and pilgrimage to the point where the Sonoran Desert meets the Sea of Cortez at Choya Bay. And you, uh, He's not saying you, the town. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Puerto Penasco. Come on, Fargo. There you go. I say better wow. than else down there. That rolls or Rocky Point down. for you. Rocky Point for you guys that uh, don't <laughs> speak good cantina like I do. <laughs> and uh, Roger puts on one hell of a show there twice a year. It's it's an adventure. You fly in in what the mid midday morning whatever to. To Tempe, Phoenix. What's Phoenix Sky Harbor? This is on Thursday, you guys came in? Thursday. Thursday. You know what? Our flight was 11. But you get there at like noon there at At noon! Yeah, you get there at noon. So we're we're starving. People are having lunch. For us, it's like dinner time. Yeah. And you can see this where the Diamondbacks played the Haze Pulse right there. Tigers were in town for the weekend. We didn't get to catch them. That was our goal. Our goal was to make it back. Come back Sunday, but we couldn't leave the thing. And then uh, we couldn't find our hotel. We got lost. We just got lost. We're driving around. We're calling. Uh, what was her name? We called the girl at the desk at the hotel, but she couldn't Marie. even help us get there. And it turns out we're just two and a half miles well, away. You were talking to women on the phone. What's her name? Maria. <laughs> and uh, we finally got to the hotel. Nothing much more than we thought we were never going to get there. Yeah. Sat at the pool, and it actually rained in Arizona for the first time in who knows how long, and the last time in a long time from now. Rained hard, and we didn't even leave the pool. But even as as we were driving through, you know, there's the you see the mountains and stuff, and the scenery and everything. Joe had a great line. Mm-hmm. It's like down there, he sees everything in HD, widescreen, widescreen I'm HD. Not, I mean, I really mean that. And he's it's like true. So I knew what you're talking about right away. Is out there. Yeah, everything's clear for miles and miles and miles. miles where it takes hours to drive to, oh. you can see clearly. Well, reset this now. It's so dry, your hands. This is the second time Joe's been west of the yeah. Mississippi. Well, I, I never left this time zone except for the uh, Rose Bowl trip, which is a one-day jaunt. In and out. When we went to Chicago, I was already over 40 by the time I did that. Spent the night in another time zone. <laughs> so now here I am going to three hours off. Yeah, I'm shocked at these. So those of you that are surprised with Joe's he's, he's, he's in the distance, and he's going... This is like HD. I can't believe it. Everything's clear. And you can see the leaves on the tree at the top of a mountain. You can see an hour drive away. I'm not exaggerating. (laughs) Everything (laughs) was so clear and dry, right? My sinuses were all all cleared. 
your hands felt funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no moisture in the air. Yeah, and then, you know, how I sweat. I don't know, does anybody know how I sweat a lot? I don't know if you know this, but I sweat a lot. This is a glandular problem. This is the fourth recorder I've had to use in the podcast. <laughs> so, you're, uh, when you're down there, and I never saw this, usually I sweat my hair, you know, hair on the arms, everything is all like wet, everything starts dripping, right? There you sweat, it, it actually made beads on my skin. The hair is dry. And they would just dry because it's hotter than hell, but it just evaporates. I think we found the secret oh, why a, the girls were hitting on you. There's a little too much sweat. <laughs> why they never hit on me before. I took away a negative and made a positive. You need a because now you were skin with just glistening instead of sweaty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's not the sweaty guy. He's the glistening, <laughs> glistening guy. <laughs> and then we end up at, uh, we find Trey's Margarita. Well, we drive through Roger's neighborhood, literally. You know it and had to be because it which was creepy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the place you recommended in yeah. episode whatever. Yeah, so yeah, what our Roger Klein interview episode, he told us to go to Trey's Margaritas. I found the very one that he goes to. You didn't look up his address. Or Can you guys no, do whatever? Kind of. we're, we're afraid to be too uh, stalkish. <laughs> and we, uh, we he told us to have uh, the margaritas. The tell him he sent us or whatever, and that uh, don't have three. Else, you know, you have to stumble home or something. So uh, we did have three because Roger kind of dared us. So we had some good food. I forget exactly what we had. <laughs> That's right. Mike had a plateful of hunks of meat. It must have been the total of like two couple. It must have been sixteen ounces of meat. It was, it was huge. There's no way a person could eat that. Not one person. And I got the tacos with the beef with the chopped up like flank steak or whatever. But the margaritas were the best I've ever had. Easier. It's basically limeade and stuff. Margaritas, beer, and tacos. I, yeah. I lost yeah, weight. Much. I think it was this trip. You got to write a book. <laughs> and it wasn't sweat weight because you were listening. Not I tried to take it. And this is basically a Mexican food Denny's. You know, I mean, now later on, I will say Roger commented when he found out we had three. He's like, you didn't just go driving right away. And we kind of did. So I, I just said, we walked around campus. And we did it in the other order. I feel bad because he was like scolding us. Well, you want to know who did you talk to? Yeah, later on at the hangover bash. I'm kind of flash forwarding, but he just, he, he was he was like, you, you can't have three and like go yeah. driving. You gotta get a cab. He was very concerned. So, what was the tequila that was being served in the margarita? I don't know. I didn't know what to ask, but it was, it was 100% stuff. Yeah. Well, you know it is because we said, yeah. Roger Klein, this is where he comes. He told us, what is what is he, what should we eat? What, and we said, he said to get the margaritas, and the guy was all on board. knew what we were talking about. He hooked us right up. It's not the first time this has happened. And so then we have time to kill because we want to go to the Club Mardi Gras, which is doing a pre-party, kind of, there's a couple bars doing pre-parties for a service next There's more than a couple. The list of pre-parties was like, bars was like 12. Well, I this one in particular, like, we had, liked because Sherman was headlining, and we like Sherman. And uh, they have like two warm-up bands, so we end up, we have time to kill. No, we're in Tempe, so uh, Scottsdale's just down the road. We hook up and go across Phoenix. We went to Glendale, but we didn't know what we're doing. And there's no signs for Glendale until you finally get on another interstate. This is Glendale next few exits. But while we're driving, you see, you can see forever again. Now it's getting dark. It's dark. And you see lights. It's just an oasis in the desert. And lights. So I'm telling you, it's got to be there. And sure enough, that is where so it's it was. still HD? Yeah, night? HD at night. HD's not that good in low light, though. So that's yeah, pretty good. Was that nice. So it was better than HD. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's all in this area, so it's all of a sudden like a Universal City Walk or something. Right there in the middle of the desert. 
Yeah, and that's where uh, it's calling it Radio Margarita. I, calling it I can't online. stop calling it that. Margaritaville Cafe. And we went there, we didn't eat. In fact, we were, were so, so wiped out, yeah. we couldn't even order a drink. We could only order water. Yeah, I couldn't drink another thing, couldn't eat another thing. There was and we were so packed from Therese Margaritas that we, we, uh, we couldn't. Get You've been warned. <laughs> but it was so you full. Were the food was so packed, meat, you know? And we went to the store and we bought some stuff. stuff. We met the woman in uh, Margaritaville Cafe store. Yeah, she transferred she from transferred. the one uh, Las Vegas. There you go, Vegas. She goes to Las Vegas, and that was a mistake. There was like some history, some gambling problem there with mm. her or her family or something. Yeah. Hmm. And she now transferred to another Margaritaville Cafe. I'd like to have a job with Margaritaville and transfer from one city like Las Vegas to Glendale, Arizona. And we got, I got land, we got land shark shirts. They're the same. They're different colors. <laughs> we got to be careful when we wear them now. <laughs> it was really, it was different than. Way different than Orlando's. That's the yeah. one I did. Oh, it had like didn't have like schooners in there. Like they had like boats, like regular uh, fishing boats and stuff. The, like, inside, inside the bar, inside. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, kind of hot. It was, it was like pretty much happened. It was a Thursday night. How big was it? The bar. bar. It's, it's, it's pretty not tall. as big as Orlando, I don't think. And they had like, a lot of outdoor seating though. And they did have a bar on the outside. I'm going to have to listen to the rest of this podcast later. It was... Anyway, that was, that was cool that we got to do this, because we never would have done it Sunday. I was missing the, the key part. Oh, man, you're missing Cactus Boy. This is what we said. I was trying to get to it early. Yeah, listen to the Cactus Boy. You have to cut right Yeah, listen to the Cactus Boy. So, now it's the next... Because then we went to Sherman. We go to the bar for Sherman, and... Already said this. Off no, this camera. is on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday night still. So we're gonna see Sherman and we're tired. I'm already tired. Just listen. It's like <laughs> you're still in, still, you're still five tired. hours. We'll get back on Thursday. We'll, go, again. we'll come back to Sherman sometime. <laughs> so we, we go see Sherman. Well, the next day we get take our red Mustang and we're taking off for uh, we we make our waffles. No sugar free syrup. <laughs> I looked for because it's gonna take a picture. We had a little breakfast at the place and then took off to uh, through the desert, man, to go to this place. And you're now you're driving through an HD version of a Roadrunner cartoon. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> like they drew it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's oh, the cactuses are the same. The little it, we drive through a trailer park and it went. That's on the road called Jackrabbit Trail. This is so we decided this is the trailer park he wrote about. <laughs> so we're we're deciding this. And we go through, then we go through the Pipe Organ. Pipe Organ. Cactus National Monument. Park. And this is what you're driving through most of the time. And now the cactus, like, they, a hundred times more cacti everywhere, just everywhere. Now we're driving, and Mike's driving. Right? Mike's going to drive, and Mike's going to drive, and Mike's driving. And he notices, like, these trees on the side of the cactus on the side of the road. They're like trees, the bark and everything with branches, and then fuzzy, almost like a big pussy willow kind of thing. They look so cool. So we uh, he said, next way we're going to pull over and take some pictures, even though how gay that is, you know. And there's one on the left. Mike pulls in. We park, and it's got this beautiful, telling you all, everything about all the wildlife. What and the desert cat. is. I saw that picture. So they're all over the place. So Mike is commenting specifically. I mean, miles cat. ahead of time, I said, that, those things yeah. are amazing. What are those So things? we stop at the wayside, and... I'm taking pictures of like the landscape and everything, and Mike kind of goes off. There's the trash cans. It's really nicely kept up and everything. And then Mike comes walking and he goes, "Hey, uh, you know what I just learned? What? Don't touch the cactus." <laughs> and he lifts up his left hand 
and the back of his hand, the size of a size of one of these cups, is this is the big piece of that cactus with spikes going way out, stuck in his hand. He's laying on this side of the hand. I'm like, what the? And I asked the guy, I, I, it's right here. And the first thing I thought of was, I'm. Hud, I wish Hud was here. <laughs> Hud would love this right now. He's not concerned about assisting me in any way. <laughs> oh my man, I wish Hud was here. The second thing right I think of, we gotta take pictures. He's Mike's like, all right, I'm taking pictures. A couple of them, I got them in my camera. And Hud would call him. And then yeah, the third thing, like, he's like, right, we gotta take this off. Boy. And I, I'm laughing my ass off. I'm trying to rack my brain and I can't do nothing. I said, man, Mike, I gotta take this. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, we've been so I'm, I'm really careful now. And I go a little and bit out there. Still got this hand. It's on oh, my hand. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know. We don't, you can't get it because off. Of no. the, because of the. No. We don't have tools. Like I usually throw like the nail clippers, Here's the, the scissors, deal. and everything. I have a kit. I thought well, I can't take that. I was playing it. We didn't check no. anything. They don't come out like. No, 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 no. Because you look. Because I almost touched it. I just went to touch it. Here's how. Here's how. You just touch it. I just went out there to look at it. I, the, you saw the picture. They look kind of soft and cuddly. Yeah. I just wondered if the, how stiff the, uh, the, the, you know, is it sharp? What's the deal? Like, of course, it's sharp. I'm just going to touch it. I don't even know why I did it. It's stupid. <laughs> touch it with my finger. Just the side of the needle. I didn't even, like, <laughs> see the finger. Yeah. No. <laughs> and it, it, like, okay, ow. I, I said the word ow. I didn't even know what you ignore? Of course, I pulled back. Ow. It's stuck to my finger. It comes off real easy, saves the rest of the plant, right? I mean, that's what yeah, it's doing. It's like, it, I didn't even it's make a big noise. Ball. It, 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 it like jumped on my hand. It was weird. It was like right there. Apparently, there's segments, you know. Oh, I'm going to touch it so again. So what's the first thing? I try to pull it. <laughs> no, this is What's the first thing I do? I can't pull it off. Ow, it's stuck. I try <laughs> to shake it off. Don't try to shake them off. <laughs> because they roll from your finger to the back of your hand. It sticks all over the place. Like an animal. Now, needless to say, I told approximately 1,300 people this story. Mike wasn't even there. I could, I could not stop telling people because I was crying. I would start to say it. I said, no, you don't want to hear it. But I'm crying like, yeah, I tell it. Like, see that guy over there at the pool bar? Oh, He's man. so strange. So, because I'm like, everywhere. he walks up. The, the look at my face. I'm like, it's on the back. What'd you do? You know? Back of your hand. So uh, and there's there, blood. And he's and he's getting ornery. <laughs> he's like it's burning. Oh, I'm standing in a hundred degree heat with a cactus on my hand, and he's laughing <laughs> and taking a piss. <laughs> I, I deserve to get a little ornery. <laughs> and he's like, it's burning, man. It's burning. We found out later. There's like venom. That way, was he peeing when he was saying it was burning? And I went to touch it. He was, Don't let touch it like a little kid. But you know, it turns out there's microscopic, and you can look real close and you see these spikes that look smooth. I really have little spikes going the wrong the other way. If you touch it, it will stick to you. Yeah. It will stick if, to you. I could just see him, and he, like, he almost hit my elbow. I'm like, I could just see me driving with it on his hand, my elbow. We're driving in the middle. Elbow. He's got a hole. We're like riding it. This is what would happen. It's like, where's the Super Bowl? You'd be stu both stuck to it. So I'm thinking, we need tools. What kind of tools would I have in my All bag? All I would need is little look scissors. But because, yeah, but because of damn Yeah, he's like, he, I was like, I have scissors, but I couldn't take them on the plane. He's like, fuck, I terrorists. <laughs> I could have just he's sitting, he's sitting like in the car and he's pissed. And then I'd say, oh, I got a comb. What if I comb my hair? <laughs> Stuff like this. I'm like, take it easy. Uh, I could see that, like you could get underneath it. Oh, there's this more to that later. story. Eh? Oh, no. Okay. So, so then I'm like, uh, I got 
you know, I accidentally brought with the sunglass cleaner a little, like a keychain that has the little uh, screwdrivers. Which she probably would have got busted with had they caught the thing. Had they on the seen airplane. it in the bag, but it's just in this little thing, I didn't think. So, uh, he goes, you know, he's like, what do I do with that? And after a while, I was like, give me those screwdrivers. And I find them, and I got clothes coming out of the back of the car. <laughs> so I got, I mean, I, this thing was thrown in the bag. So he's like playing with it, playing with it in the car, and he shreds, they stick, they shred One needle at a time. One needle at a time, I had to shred. We oh, well, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I wish HUD was here. Oh, it's like 150 degrees. <laughs> I know, and it's just taking us, you know. Like, And you're in the middle of the desert, literally. If, if the car doesn't start, like hell. take the shirts off, put them on your head, and start walking to the desert. I can't, I can't get this What do you do? I'm like, I got water, we got water. And and he shredded one at a time, but it falls in the car. And he's got pieces of these things in the car. Like, this is going to be a nightmare. And then I'm trying to shake up the mat, trying to like, touch the mat, take the mat out. And I throw the mat around the parking lot, and it won't come off the it's mat. It's stuck to the mat. This is like the cat in the hat. This is the big stuff all over the so, place. So then we're taking, uh, I'm taking that screwdriver thing. Well, he's uh, he, he find, we find a popsicle stick. This odd thing, 100 degree heat popsicle stick in the parking lot with ice cream still on it. It was baked on. But it was like baked on, like petrified. And he's, uh, he's, put, he's, he's shoveling like a little hockey stick with a thing and it's rolling in the day of the parking lot, like where people still get out of cars. He's like, oh, fuck it, I don't care if someone else will deal with it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll get one needle at a time out of the car and the mat's clean and I put it down. Now, you know, I'm like, I suppose I'll drive across the border now. I'm too nervous as hell. We're like eight miles from the border. So, so, so he's meanwhile he's he's picking these things out with the screwdriver and out I'm the window. I'm the passengers pulling out a needle at a time, and they don't they're not a sliver. They don't come out. Either. No, no, no. They don't. It's, they're trying it's a to painful event. It, it has hurt. Oh, it's like the we found out later. We found out later that you just take pliers and take them out. It's, it's it's you burning and stuff. And we did find, we'll cut we'll cut later because some of the one of the person I told the story was Chad's dad, Chad Heckler's dad. I started telling the story. He goes, you know what you do? He didn't hear the whole story. He goes, you know what you do? You take a comb and just comb it all off and then start picking them all out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, God, I'm pushing people all the way. Why did you get out of here? You bastard yelling at me. That's smart. I'm going to sew my hair. Some kind of desert genius in your cactus boy. <laughs> and I don't even know. I'm a desert savant. That still has marks. I mean, you can still kind of see him. How long did the sensation last in your hand? All day long. Yeah, yeah the next day. By then, I had so much yeah. air tequila, I didn't feel it anyway. But I'm surprised this story didn't wrap up with one of you guys peeing on the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he already peed. He didn't have any left. So now I'm stuck driving across the... Uh, so and Joe, I'm, he pees every three minutes. <laughs> That's right, yeah, give it a couple minutes. Especially if he's not sweating, he's glistening. He's got his like hell. And we found out later it's called the Choya Jumping Cactus. The Jumping Choya Cactus. Ah. So what you don't do is that. go near it or touch it and it's never do that. And who told us, who told us that? And who told us never to touch anything in the desert? Anything, everything in the desert, or he told me, everything in the desert, you know, it hurts you, bites you, is hot, does anything to you. Don't, don't tell don't your touch buddy, anything don't touch anything that is in the desert. P-H. Nah, 
the next morning. <laughs> Why? Happened? Because Joe went out to run. I went on a jog, PH. And he ran, <laughs> you the, the ran into PH and wound up going on a jog. We talked PH. for an hour and a half and then went on a jog. Shmo was just Most of the time. I didn't jog hotel. as long as PH. <laughs> well, the first, one of the first things he told PH was well, the cactus story. Sometimes there's people there who talk about it and people come back right at the hot dog thing and I just saw him down there and uh, I'm jumping ahead but that's the next morning. I get up, Mike's still sleeping. <laughs> now he's going to get some sleep because I'm not there snoring. I sneak out with my iPad and everything. I said, I'll just go run and walk whatever on this beach. And uh, and the tide now is down like over 100 yards from where it was the night before. I found out this is the, well, PH told me, it's the largest discrepancy in tide. Here we go. And from now on, there's many things he's going to tell you that PH told yeah. me. He's going to keep going on about this. Yes, I, I did too, and I will. The largest discrepancy in tide. Told me yeah. Wow. One of the, yeah, PH was saying, yeah, something like that. I'm not exactly sure you know what I'm talking about. But I see him down there stretching. I say, hey, PH, that was great in the hot dog thing. We start talking. We talk for like over an hour. Sometimes people come. They're talking to us. And now I have a crowd. I'm telling the Cactus Boy story. I'm gathering a crowd. And when I said, he touched the cactus and it popped off. And they went like, oh, yeah, they all know. <laughs> and then I said, then he tried oh, to shake it off. And me like, oh, no, no. There's like seven, eight, ten people. Oh, my God, I can't believe he shook you're back seeing There's got to be an online support group for things like this now. <laughs> There's probably chapters written. I mean, he was, and I didn't know. I don't know. PH was laughing his ass off. All right, I'll be in touch. Now listen. Hurry up and get this one. So out you're not, you're not going to be here next week? No. Okay. Wow, we'll never do it. Yeah, exactly. I can see that happening. I mean, well, that's what's for. PH says, you know, when I when I'm he's going to do this all the time. He's always going to say PH. Says he says PH. that you, what you do is you accidentally touch. You know, if you just touch them, they end up on your arm. That's what happened to him. He ended up with his arm because you just touch it. He goes, they jump on you. I swear they jump on you. Well, they, I don't think they actually do jump. But well, they, come, they disconnect it. from the main plant. Real so easy. It's like They're ready what, to what come off as soon as you touch it's it amazing. to save the plant, I guess. So he, he says he had it. He had to. Uh, oh, never going to. No, no, no. Let's see if it actually jumps off. We should have. We're pressure on it first. We didn't even think. We didn't even think to save it in some manner. Why would it barely kill me? How am I going to sell it from this? Yeah, hey, you mumped it. What am I doing? You put in my hair. While you were telling the story, I was thinking that, like, in the back of the Mustang, all of a sudden this cactus is growing. Yeah. It's going to be so God. So I'm driving across the border, and that's it. The border is uh, nothing but, like, this little carport, and these guys are annoyed that we're even hardly slowing down. And then you're in town, and all the signs now become shaded. They, they, they're like deer crossings, that yellow sign. Yeah, animal sign. With the, yeah, animal signs, but never a deer that looked like that. There was these, another kind of deer. Jackalope. <laughs> and so they, 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 had, a, they had like... They had a quail. Quail. With a little a, thing on the head. A quail, a peacock. They kept warning, like, everywhere you go. Roll but I never saw the same one twice. Roll run. That was cool. Howling coyote. Yeah, the howling. But it had, like, the howling dog type thing. No, but it was howling. It was howling. It was, it was howling. It was as if we were playing. You're supposed to go across the border, get a bingo card. And you're driving, yeah. you're supposed to, it's a travel game. And XL animal thing. bingo. This animal bingo. And they had bulls with the big horns and everything. Yeah. And we never saw any animal. And the butt you saw one. We, I finally bingo. saw, no, a, fe- a pheasant. I mean, it was a quail. I think it was a pheasant. Mr. Wild looks like a chicken. The best sign was the guy, <laughs> the guy stealing person pushing old lady down sign. It's a shaded. Um, Did you take a picture? You know where you have a pedestrian. I don't think we're just driving a pedestrian walking across the street. Shadow. Yeah. Instead, it's it's a guy holding a purse behind it's him. Very detailed. And he's really helping an old shadow lady across the street. These are constant. These ones we saw over and over. 
And it but looked Joe like the guy is being stealing. Joe surmised that he stole the person <laughs> who was pushing the lady down. <laughs> it looks like. Be careful. Of it's weird. I'm surprised even it was. Watch out for good deeds. Is that what it's for? That's, yeah, that's yeah, what it meant, really. It's what it meant. Watch out for good deeds happening. Good deeds are going to cross you, right? <laughs> exactly. So you might as well just park and wait for something <laughs> nice to happen to you. And there's a there's dentist offices. Every, every street, every every block has a dentistry and a pharmacy. And then you, the stores say like, you know, water, cerveza, penicillin, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, where was I? So that's day two. Well, that was just leaving Arizona. So yeah. the only thing we skipped in Arizona is we did go to the pre-party show at Club Mardi Gras. Saw Sherman. Was tired. Was so damn tired. They came on to what our body clocks were telling us it was 2:30 a.m. when they came on stage. And now I'm falling asleep at the bar. The one barmaid saw me fall asleep and wake up and starts pointing at me, doing the, the two fingers to the eyes back and forth and laughing. I'm trying to stay awake and say I don't think I can make it to Sherman. Well, there's Little did we know there's two women there that said, uh, heard that and said, one said, yeah, let's just go. And they both agreed. So I talked them into leaving, but Mike doesn't want to look like a wuss and I don't, so we stay. But I'm glad we did. The show was, was excellent. There's only like 17 people there were standing right in front of the stage. Very low little stage. But the, the, what's nice is there's no smoking in the bars down there. Yeah. Smoking yeah. people outside, yeah. So, and they got a lot of tattoos, but no smoke. And, uh, Sherman with Aaron Beavers was excellent that, you know, they don't have a drummer and a lead guitarist, so they have to get different ones for every show. It's just that those guys left, they haven't really replaced them yet. They just left after the new CD came out. So they had guys that just the night before said they'd play with them. They had to, like, learn the songs the day before, some of the songs. We talked to Aaron later. He was like, they did a great job. We talked to Aaron Beavers at the Hangover Bash, and he was like, he was like, it was, he goes, that was crazy, because I said it was awesome. It was like really raw. You guys were doing this. It was crazy. It was just like going, okay, you got it. Okay, one, two, three, four, follow me. Yeah. <laughs> it just starts playing. So, uh, but when that show ended and we got to, we got to our hotel at 4.30 our time, right? About 4.30. Yeah. Yeah. I was up almost the entire 24 hours. It was all about going to sleep. But that was, that was back, still back in Tempe. So we, uh, after the cactus, we crossed the border without incident. Went through the town of Sonoita. Sonoita was the, uh, that's where the, uh, Sonoita was where the border crossing is. And then you drive desert. The desert now has plastic bags laying around it. You're right? Yeah. And then you get deeper in the desert, it's not as littered. There's just litter everywhere. And, uh, there's uh, speed limit signs everywhere. 60 kilometers an hour, 70, 90, 80, up to 90. But nobody pays any attention. We're going, I'm going like 100 kilometers and just getting past. And big trucks pulling trailers, everything. Because it's only a two-lane road. But we don't want to get stopped by the federales and stuff. We're yeah. figuring they're going to pick on us. So we're so trying to stay like control. 20 over. Yeah. And, and these guys are passing us like, like nothing. SUVs, you know, Arizona planes, constantly passing us. To get there now, we get now we're now we're about ten miles out of town. It turns out it's, we're getting pretty close. Stop! We kind of stop, and some cars in front of me go up. It's a two-lane road, okay? So I'm on the right-hand side. They cross over the left. They go over the shoulder, over back, and they dry on the sand on the side of the road, way over on the left. Opposite side of the road. Opposite side of the road, but then there's like kind of like an area where it'd be like an easement. You, you couldn't picture this, and then they're driving like on the sand road, and I follow them. I'm one of the few cars, everything's SUVs and like, we should drive in the sand. I'm, I'm, I'm 
attacks on these people that are just stopped. People are hopping out of the cars, opening up their beers, their Coronas, and they're walking around, around and walking around, talking, talking and drinking beers. Well, the on the roads. Yep, yeah, yeah, on the roads. It was stopped. The desert. People were walking faster than the cars were moving, for sure. Yeah. Sounds like Buckeye Lake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of a look to it. But then we get eventually we get close enough to figure out why. Well, yeah, I look around. I might can't see it. I'm driving. I look and I'm like, holy shit. I don't know what to say. There's like army guys, man. Machine guns and shit. Army guys. There is. The federales. The federales were there stopping. And the oh, no. First of all, they stopped getting everybody back on one lane. And these are like 13, 14 year old boys. They look so With mustache. I mean, little, little fuzzy mustaches and machine guns. They're just little kids. Little, short little kids. Little children. And and then you get in one lane and then you go up there and there's, they got eight cars, everything out of it on the ground, going through everything. And people are staying outside their cars. You don't know what to do. So they would, they would like, piss off these you were kids. surrounded by these kids. And as each car would go by, they would look up to like this general guy that was like up in a truck. And he would like nod or shake his head. And they would just like, depending on what he said, they would pick him, pick this car to be searched. Or tell just wave us, us through. We are with a, with a red mustache. They, yeah, they, like, well, they, they, they must have saw that you had a cactus in your hand and let you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was laughed. He's got a Michigan hockey shirt. <laughs> yeah, they're all back the cact- Mike wears a Michigan hockey shirt. I wore another kind of Michigan shirt. Like, it'd be cool to wear that in New Mexico. Nobody would have that kind of shirt on. Now he's got pictures of him with a cactus stuck in his head. It's Michigan hockey. <laughs> For these two lumpy <laughs> bumpkins from Michigan getting stuck with cactus. Cacti scared of the federales. We're pissing our pants. But they, they waved us through. I don't... I. I mean, it I was SUVs. Think, they were like unpacking yeah, these big trucks. Everything they had. There was like, only two of us stuck with a bunch of people in it. Maybe why why waste time if there's only two guys? Yeah. Get the ones with four, six, and eight people. Yeah. And the hot girls. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Probably something to that. Yeah. Roger later on said at the show, serious, when there was lights, there's sirens and lights were out, whatever going on in the parking lot. He goes, there's there's uh, sirens over there. I think he meant lights. La police is there. Do you, uh, you, uh, if they stop you, please do not resist. Just, do, you know, do not resist and ask them if you can pay the fine now. He's all serious. Twenty and forty dollars, and you're on your way. Usually, he says. And then he goes out of the next song. <laughs> so we end up past this, and then it's over road again. And then I go through town. First of all, lights start blinking green, then go to yellow, then to red. The green starts blinking. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We're scared about everything. And then it turns yellow. So we stop this like a car. There's a warning before the yellow light. A car. It is. And a car is like parked really funny, like dead in the like left turn lane across from it. It's there. And I stop. A car comes, parks next to it, screeching. Uh, yeah. A, a cop car just drives by. Doesn't even pay attention. He drives by. The guy, a guy hops out with jumper cables. They hide behind the hood. By the time it turns green for me, he's hopped back in his car and taken off and the other car is left. He's already jumped the car and one like he's Then we came up to a sign that make it at the biggest airport blush. There's so many signs where every hotel Arrow is. I mean, it's just banks of like four deep signs of And it's all Spanish, And we did see, because we at the last minute saw where we go, we went and it took, we had a break, our road ended right at our front door. We pull into the carport. You're not supposed to leave, you know, your passport out or anything. My bag with my passport, everything's in the in the car backseat trunk. And this guy, we hop out and we're kind of sticking in the street. Goes, when these people move out, I move car, I move car. You know, and we're, we give him our kiss, our keys. <laughs> <laughs> like idiots. 
And then as we go, but then the guy says, oh, they moved, you can move it. And then Mike gets it, moves the car up, and this guy just walks away from the hotel. Did he work there? What's the deal? <laughs> oh, you were wondering. It. it turns out that he gave that red shirt on. Yeah, know, of course, that means. Maybe he was walking to another part of the hotel, probably, and he was just telling <laughs> He's looking for a tip, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, we got, I don't know, hundreds of vendors at the border cross. When the oh, guys back from Mexico to the States, the, the orphans, the. But by then, I, I respect fluid canteen. No gashes, no gashes, no gashes, smile, no gashes. That's what uh, yeah. PH told me. That's yes. one of our jobs. See? No gashes. Peach taught me that. Smile. Yeah. Say no rashes. The worst thing I ever did was give a dollar to somebody. Because that was like feeding the first seagull. Well, he, gave a, he gave money to him. And all of a sudden, all the kids start coming. No, and I did. No, 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 no. I, I, an orphan girl was breaking my heart. And Of course. And I, it was at the show. We're like, body, you know, the stage is right there. But there's people everywhere. And this, this little girl sitting there. <laughs> With those <laughs> chicklets. I gave her a dollar and I didn't want the chicklets. She insisted I take these little chicklets. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, cool, I'll take them. But yeah. And I was rewarded. It was the best chicklet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the refrain that he's been saying more than PH now. PH told me it was the best chicklet I'll ever have. You restrained yourself during the recording, but outside at the table, that's how you yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the best taco I ever had. It was the best margarita. There were the best margaritas going on. Well, you know, I met everyone. Yeah, I met every one of them. I didn't eat the It was the best sunset I'd ever seen. I was afraid of what I was eating. But the hotel, I don't know. Hotel's great. You had the. There's a resort. The beach is. It's right on the beach. You got a. You got a pool. The pool's like refrigerated. Yeah, usually with the heat, you expect. At and the I end of the day, it got a little warm, warmer, warmer but it was still cooler than the Arizona one. It was the best pool I ever swam in. It was the best pool I ever swam in. There's a bar in it. That, that was like, <laughs> that's like separated, and that <laughs> one was warm. <laughs> that one did make you wonder. The water could be green, but it had a bar in it. <laughs> now we went to, did I already talk about Hot Dog and Smile? Yeah, well, I started mentioning, so I was so trying to say what the service of Mexico was. So I went to Hot Dog and Smile, saw Aaron Beavers and Jason Boots, but listened to them. We got some hot dogs. Hot dogs were actually really good. Best hot dogs you ever had. Best hot dog you ever had. <laughs> we didn't drink the Jones soda. That would have been soda. the best Jones soda it's, ever It still can it's be. the best Jones soda I, I ever had in my possession. Hot dog and a smile with PH cooking the hot dogs. You get donations for that orphanage uh, that we'll put a, maybe we'll put on the website. And uh, Jones soda was down there with like six different labels over uh, many different flavors, all... Uh, Random, yet we all end up with the same label. The, the ten years of rock and roll, um, and then that's where we met Katie and Debbie from uh, Cleveland. Hey, best Katie and Debbie you'd ever met. <laughs> and uh, they went and bought us beers, so they were our friends for life. <laughs> that's right. That's when we met Cowboy Chad. That's right. We from, even talked about from Cowboy Chad. Chad. He was still water all the Where Oklahoma State might be. Yeah, he was, he was really offended when at one point he was asked, are you from Norman, Oklahoma, or Texas, near Texas? And he was pissed because he was from Stillwater, Oklahoma. He was like not a, Norm, not, or none of those Norman sons of bitches or whatever. He, he said. was like a cartoon that stepped off the paper. He, he was there. He just stops with us. He's drinking beers and he's talking to us. And there's a kitten running around the hotel. So somehow the conversation got to where Chad was going to kill the cat. And he starts throwing his boot at her or something. He's trying to chase this cat, but not let him catch it. Know. But he was great. It was hilarious. And actually, he was, good. he was a good guy through it all the rest of the weekend. Because we kept running. Yeah. 
But the next day, uh, our chant, as we call them, we decided that Cowboy Chad was their chant, the girls from Cleveland. <laughs> and they, they didn't like that. They kept saying, that he's your chant. The whole weekend, this chant guy doesn't even know. Your chant, no, he's your chant. We already have a chant. What are you getting here? They're fighting over custody. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. You take him. No, you take him. He's your friend. We already no, have a chant. You can't have two chants. So this went on all the next day, and we keep talking to Chad and stuff. But Chad Heckler showed up with his dad a little afternoon, and, uh, and that's when we, we started drinking and doing shots. But we paced ourselves, but that's when the drinking doesn't stop. Together, once we start, just we start like at noon, and then it goes on to the show's over, whatever, two a.m., three, you know. Geez. You just you're con- constantly. I never did not have a beer. So this is Saturday now, the day of the yeah. answer. That's when Chad showed up. Yeah, the next morning. Oh, I, I skipped right over the fact that I wake up Saturday, sneak out, talk to, did I mention, I was talked talk to PH, CPH, talk to him, and uh, he says, uh, this girl was helping out the hot dog, I'm meeting her to jog, you're going to jog with us, you're going to jog with us. I'm like, well, I, I don't know, I can't keep up. She's like a runner, I don't know, she's like some competitive runner from Arizona State or something. He keeps saying, he goes, this woman was helping me, but it's her daughter. Now, the woman who was helping, I thought might be Paige and Paige's wife. Now, this woman's like my age. Her daughter. I'm waiting to jog with her daughter. Now, this woman that's my age is in much better shape than I am. And she shows up there, and she goes, I just woke her up. She's coming down because she's late. She's supposed to meet at 8. He goes, I don't want to jog. Uh, when you come back after 9, the sun hits you on the way back to the beach. And it's, it's hot. I did this yesterday. You know. He goes, we just go to the White Hotel down there in the back. The White Hotel is miles away. I'm like, oh man, you know, I, I said, oh, you know, I'll probably walk after a little while. You know, he goes, oh, I'll hang, I always hang out with the slowest people in the group. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, walk with you if you walk. Oh, it's like, like a come on. Traditional job with the fans? Well, yeah, he did. Well, there's only one fan. Well, two yeah. fans. Well, yeah, and other fans are coming. They're not going to jog. Did you ask him what happened with his blonde hair? Yeah, we had little puffs of it still on. I talked about that. We talked about everything. We talked about his, how his hair burned down. So I, I, you know, I, I, we talked about you. I said, picture of you and him. It, when I was on the water board, everybody's talking about your hair. And they're all interested in your hair. And he's just laughing. And he's like, yeah, you get bored out there. Something. And we talked about how he was sick. He played two shows. We had that flu. And he played two shows with 103 temperature. Where at? What cities? After us. It was sometime after us. Like a week or two after. Or ten days after. He wouldn't even play encore. Couple places they got someone to come up on stage, like a local famous drummer or something, and they would play for them for and wow. he would leave. Wow. He'd get in the bus, and then he had to get treatments for everybody else so they wouldn't get sick mm-hmm. when he got to a doctor. That's gotta be that, that must suck. suck. He's on a if bus. one guy gets sick and you're on the same bus, it's I like having kids. You just you just get the sickness back around. with each other. Yep. That's exactly what he said. He had to get them uh, treatments. It's all pages fault. Yeah, we were just talking about stuff now, just like you would, yes. you would talk with anybody. I mean, in fact, I was talking to him, saying, you know, getting autographs and stuff is just so stupid. I'm just not doing it anymore. This is just a regular guy. Because he was talking about it. He goes, it's like we're rock stars. This is great. He goes, you're going to have fun tomorrow or tonight. There's a sea of people. It's like we're rock stars. Yeah, there's, there's a big joke. It's a big joke in the band. We're rock stars, you know, because the pH is really elevated. The drummer, yeah. away in the, the rest of the band, and they're so elevated from the crowd because you look out, it's just a sea of people. They never played this many. This is when they do it. That's the big. And they have like a full band. It's like a Buffett show because the warm-up, warm-up band, the Johns, is a you know accordion and a bunch of horns, and then they just stayed and played with Roger. So in fact, I told him, he goes, he goes, um, yeah, JJ's is in two days. The show's tomorrow. I'm like, well, no, the show's today, right? 
He's like, wait, what did I say? He didn't know what day it was. Well, that's right. Then he started to get nervous. This girl's not showing up, and he knows. He goes, I got time, I got time. He keeps looking at his watch. He's like talking to someone else. He goes, unloading's at 10. And he's going to go across the street and unload at 10. At 1 o'clock, it's a sound check. I think they did it way later. And then uh, and then the show. And he's, he was talking about, I got to do this and this all day. And I'll come, I'll hang with the family at the beach, and at like 4 o'clock, we'll pack up, and I'll go across the street. Finally, the girl shows up, and PH's sister. And I think she's Jeannie or Jean or something like that. Or Jean. Jeannie. Uh, I can't remember. And uh, even this runner, I don't know if it's Tracy or Stacy. I can't quite remember. Because she came and, and she was like Lindsay Lohan, only beautiful. Sober. And so, <laughs> so, well, I don't know how sober she was. Just, that's why she slept in. But she was just beautiful and young. You know, she's like 22. And now we're going to go jogging. And we walk down and everybody's talking and people are like, okay, have fun. And I'm the oldest one in the group now and I'm the most out of shape. And we go around these racks and now we jog down to the water and then jog along the water. Well, it's like 100 yards to the water. By the time we get the water, I'm wait, wait, are you, are you glistening or are you really sweating right no, now? Forget, no, it's not sweating yet. But I can't, you know how you, when you first start and you're going a little, the paces. And they're just talking like they're having morning coffee. And I'm going, and it's it's echoing in my ears. I'm like, oh, and I'm trying not to breathe too heavy yet. I'm gonna throw up. Oh god! But I'm gonna heart attack. Like, Come on, breathe more, breathe more. But I don't want to go. Ah, ah, while they're going, so uh, and PH is running. Okay, yeah, I'll do okay. Remember, I'll be hanging back later. Don't worry about me, you know. And this other girl's up there. And she's just jogging, and she's fine. And in this Janine or Jeannie or whatever's up there. Well, Peach eventually kind of switched and starts talking with her. And Peach kept saying, "We gotta wait for her. You're gonna jog with us. You know, she's gonna make us look good. If you know what I mean, you know, and stuff." And yeah, she was beautiful. And then finally, Peach and her are running, and we're slowly falling behind. And, and Peach's sister has like a heart on her. On her, I don't know if she's making this up. She's like, "I have to go slower," maybe because sensing that I'm going. <gasps> <laughs> and they're not, nobody's heavy. And we're way down the beach. We're running through water, in and out of water. Meanwhile, Mike's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, not really. He had gotten up. He's standing on the balcony. But if you, if where we were standing, there's palm trees in the way. It's, oh. it's like ironic that the palm, beautiful palm trees are in the way. Now we end up on the beach, and now we're running. And then, like... Uh, Peach sisters are running with me, and then she's like, So, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Michigan. <laughs> Seriously, I'm hurt. I don't know how I'm going to get out. Am I I really am in dire straits because then, you know, I got, once I got past the initial being tired because I was like nervous, then I, when I went on autopilot, I was doing really good for a while. Then I start sweating. Now I'm breathing, but now I don't care. I'm breathing because I have to live. And I don't care if they hear me. And we're really separated from PH and the girl. I mean, like 10 yards or so now, instead of right behind. And it's hard, and it was a good run, it's good on my knees, but your legs are getting tired on the beach. Oh, yeah, I did. What are you saying? <laughs> it's the best, best run, run ever. It was. It was. It was. It's funny, it was. <laughs> He's not going to deny it. It is. Yeah, we know. It is the best run I've ever he peaked, but you apparently, know, realized I got to that same point where he started, like right moments after he left, because I was taking photos right there. So I'm in his photos of the beach, running with PA. So off there in the Somewhere. distance, where he would have to be there. There's a bunch of people. There's specs and at that, that time, running his schmo through the. I said, I'm really sweating, so I'm gonna walk back. And I finally, somehow, I got out of it with you know gracefully. Then I walk back, walk back, and then and I'm just sweating in the sun, but it just felt so good. Best walk back after a drug I ever had. And we just hung at the pool, and uh, the, I mean, the sun just soaks away the hangover, any, any chance of a hangover. 
and then we started the beers and paced her. I paced myself perfectly. I mean, I drank a lot and I had a good time and I really indulged. But and when Roger said, "Don't pace yourself anymore during the show," I stopped pacing myself. We went through the flask twice. Roger drank from the flask. Yeah, it made it up to the stage somehow. I don't even know how. Well, Kate, track of it. Katie from Cleveland. She kept pushing forward, and she kept. Remember, she had the camera that was broken, yeah. and uh, the screen was broken, but the camera works. She told us a million times, and uh, like a old-fashioned camera. Wow. Yeah. And earlier, he gave his flask from uh, Liz from New York, and uh, and she's drinking. And she says uh, she kept sneaking, sneaking extra sips, and then she said to Mike, "You need a bigger flask." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Mike, how insulting! And then we went over it when they. Oh no, because then we went out with Chad and his dad. And, well, he convinced us to buy the tequila there because we weren't even going to go. We weren't going to buy tequila there or nothing because we didn't want to go out like in the town. But we went with Chad. Dad, I don't know, he starts driving around streets oh, yeah. far away from the hotel. That's the best place to buy it. Well, we, we didn't buy the tequila there, but we went down the bay and he just parks and, and uh, there, we get out and there's this, there's like recorded music going on and, and this guy's sitting at the top of this building and a restaurant or something like that guy, someone said it was like that guy singing. Like, but it sounds like it's recorded, the voice and the music. And he's just sitting there, and he looks like he's talking to a, like a waitress, and he's sitting in a chair. And then, like, oh, my, he's not singing. And then the guy looks at him and goes, hola, amigos. <laughs> <laughs> he's telling all the tequila drinkers to prayers. <laughs> it was really weird music, too, yeah. right? Like we, ended up at the, we ended up at some restaurant right on the, hanging over the bay. It was on stilts. And we had fish tacos on And you were... Well, actually, I did say at the dinner I had a second one, and I said I had to set up my own joke. So I said uh, that just now was the second best fish taco I've ever had, you know. And then Chad goes, "The first one was your first. I'm like, "Damn it!" Chad, I set up Chad's the other way around, but they, it was just awesome. It just melted in your mouth everything. And then we then we then we start walking through the town, and that's where I got my kids' names at. Greens and rice. So the guy says, seven dollar, seven dollar each, seven dollar. And I'm like, uh, and I just look at him. He goes, I'll give you a deal if you get more than one. I said, Trace. <laughs> yes, there we go. He goes, six dollar each. Fine, because I'm just to say, twenty bucks, give me three. <laughs> so he just writes their name. I should have brought one. He just writes their name on the rice with a real good pen. Huh. His hand. He just lifts it up. That's it while you're waiting right there. Yeah, and then he puts them in these little things that go along your neck. And I think the gel and the glass kind of act like a, like a magnifying glass. You can, you can read the name pretty easy. And he puts these little beads in it to weigh it down in the gel or whatever. Because he poured the gel out of like a little old Purex squirt thing. But it's old. Everything's like been water. I mean, it's like you can hardly tell what it was. That little Tupperware container with the uncooked rice is in it is like this old he's just doing this on his car right there in the street it was great it was the best grains of rice I've ever bought <laughs> and then later on we ended up getting back in the car we saw the statue of a guy riding a giant shrimp they got people living in cardboard boxes but they have a statue of a, guy guy, riding a brand new one too a statue of a guy riding a giant shrimp but the show itself we don't talk about the show but man you can't Sevens, but there was so much there. But I mean, he comes out, he starts Mexico and ends with Nada. He comes out, they all the all the kids, PHs, Rogers are there. They all kick out these big like beach ball things. Yeah. Fireworks start and never, pretty much never stop. Fireworks go on the whole show. Yeah. Little tiny Mexican fireworks, like they're right over your head. <laughs> they could have blown somebody up. 
<laughs> he played that new guitar. Yeah, and he was playing Chad's guitar. Wait, yeah. yeah, Chad. Well, Chad Heckler, the custom guitar maker, made Roger another guitar, and I guess this is really for Turbo Ojo. The other one would be for No More Beautiful World. So, uh, and then later, later there is the picture of the first guitar the original in our room. In our room, it's based on. Oh, really? Back then, Chad. He gave you it back? back? Yeah, back. it's wrecked. Yeah, so, so Chad's, Chad's got it now. He's got that. So there it is. Klein gave her guitar <laughs> The original one. So he traded so it for Chad. It, it was good. It had to be a good It's like the same wood Mike's got. It is the same wood. That's pretty wild. It's not like so, it. Uh, it's like He's That's insisting cool. on only taking yeah. one guitar. No, I picked it up. And yeah, it's like it's super light. Like yeah, I don't know. I couldn't believe it. Now Chad gets to keep his guitar. But it's according to what you guys were saying before, uh, Roger really liked the new one because he was behind it. It was the guitar for the night. Yeah. Old Faithful showed up when he broke a string and he swapped out for acoustic. And that, you know, that was it. When he would have played acoustic anyway, so, whatever song. Yeah. So, Chad must have been on cloud nine. Yeah. He must have yeah, been walking on air seeing that guitar used so often. And there's a shout out to Chad. Yeah. I mean, we had a ball. He texted us when he got back. We had a great weekend, guys. I mean, we had a ball with Chad, so I'm glad we met up with Chad and his dad, and uh, with the guitar, and Chad, like, it's, like it was, I'm, I uh, feel honored that Chad watched the show with us, Yeah, he had instead the of going to some passes. easier place to watch the show, and he went out and fought the crowd with us, and we're sharing tequilas, and, and, uh, and but, dance, uh, God, and just a sea of people, and it was so much to take in, it was just... It was just the it was just amazing. It was the best taking in of stuff I've ever had. I thought it was the best. Angie Stevens and the Beautiful Rack were a good warm up. They were okay. I thought they played kind of like slow song, but they had the. Uh, we saw her at the pool earlier, and I knew she looked familiar because I'd been to the website. But the, the bass player has tattoos all over, tall, thin woman, tattoos everywhere. She was cool too. But she, they do sell these. They talk about bass surfing at the website, and they have these stickers for bass surfers. She bass surfs. She stands on her base and plays it. She like leans it over and like she balances and plays the base. She's like standing on that, that you know, on the side. It's this thing that they do, right? But it was kind of cool. And then when Angie Stevens did it, she, this woman held it. Angie Stevens is playing her guitar, singing with on the base. It's the base surfing. Everybody want to base surf. But we saw her hanging around the pool all day. But and then you know, backtrack a little now. When I told you we met Cowboy Chad. At one point, he was chasing that cat, but at one point, we're talking, and there's this blonde woman playing the guitar, standing, walking up and down this ledge that's kind of between the beach and the pool. And there's rooms around there, and she's just singing. And uh, he was like, ah, oh, I'll go check her out, I'll go check her out, because we're looking. And I said that night, I said, you know, that could be Angie Stevens, just practicing or whatever, playing outside the room. And it turns out it was. <laughs> but Chad came back, and he says, oh, she's ugly, you know, this is late Friday night. It wasn't until later on in a flash forward a little bit up to the hangover bash we see Chad again talking to him. I said, you know, that was Angie Stevens right night the thing. And he's like, oh, I'm such an asshole. I just met her. She's really nice and everything. <laughs> he admits it. You know, he was just being an idiot. But it, so she played. But then she came out and played with Roger and some of the band members. And remember the Johns are out there playing a lot too. Yeah, so they were in the background for a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of songs. And so they were in the background for Ring of Fire. 
that we just got reminded today that Roger played it. You forget what song I still can't remember. I must have been to the back. I, I do remember now, but I forgot completely that they did Ring of Fire. And Steve hmm. Steve was singing the lead, and Angie Stevens was there, and with the horn, da 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 was awesome. <laughs> complete, it was a complete religious experience. The show was, I never felt anything like this in my life, seriously. <laughs> seriously. I mean, and then you're singing Green and Dumb, and she's singing with him. Of course, in the water and all, everybody's like, this is sacrilege. Why is... He, they complain when he does the same old stuff, yet he's, they're mad that they have a, a, he has a duet going for Green and Dumb. Because it's a guy's, from a guy's point of view, a woman shouldn't be singing yeah, Green and Dumb. What's wrong with you? Shut up, it's a song. Enjoy <laughs> it, jeez. So she's singing with him, and we're, right now we're right under him, and everybody's swaying back and forth. It was us. But I, I can't even pick out, you know, Sucker Punch, Mike screaming. That one's still dick. <laughs> losing his voice right then. He's oh, yeah, dick louder than anybody. It's the loudest I ever heard you dick I couldn't yell any louder. I really couldn't. Because I'm screaming, you dick. Mike's bellowing it out way louder than me. From behind me somewhere. <laughs> but so beers, the beers. How long were you uh, voiceless? I'm not still recovered. This is still... Can't you tell? I mean, I'm not 100. No, yeah, yeah, I'm not. My voice. The background the music is drowning you out, so oh, I can't tell. No, I'm still not 100. You're not favoring your left hand anymore, but your voice is gone. No, my my hand's not too bad right now. Although when I do touch this finger, it still kind of hurts. Because of the wedding ring? <laughs> no. Although, yeah, you know, I'm the, uh, I've considered taking the ring off. So don't I don't know if like my finger would like swell up. Yeah, we're talking about cut that. off. I didn't know what I was But he kept for. it on. That, the record show, Mike kept his way. But the, it, I mean, I, I shed tears during Randall. It was unbelievable. It was, I mean, just he had to, you know, as well as he had to be there. I know that it doesn't make me sound the best, but I don't know. It was, it was just. And it's just, just exaggerating, because that song's great. Played all this. Yes, yes, it is. It's got, it's solidified. And I'm starting to think, is this not maybe the best song ever written? I'm thinking, you know, as I always said, this is like in the top ten. I'd have to discuss this yeah. song up there. And I, I've listened to it like, like, honestly, God, 20, 30 times since. I keep just going to the song in the car on the way to work now. Every morning, every day, day coming home, I got to listen to Green Dog. And I'm like, tearing up. He played, awesome. he played a lot from Turbo Ojo, of course. He played a lot from uh, No More Beautiful World. Uh, yeah, a few. There's I mean, so many free songs. Don't forget. You're, you're blacking out. We're going to find our way back to our room. <laughs> yeah. We, we had to, like, go to the pool to get our bearings to find out how to get back to our room. <laughs> yes, we had to. Because they, they didn't even believe us the next day. You know, like, yeah, no, you didn't really. I said, we went to the pool, then turned around and said, that's our room, there's our stairs, and went to our stairs. I said, hey, you didn't really do that, I swear to God. And we're like, Mike's like, we, we got to go to JJ's. Then, but thank God that Joan from Philly gets in the car. They've been there to the fourth Mexico trip, Circus Mexicans, and took off. And I would have never been, there's no way we would have, I don't know what, we, we would have given done. up. We would have given up. Because I wouldn't have drove down that dirt road for that long. I would have figured there's nothing down here. Where, where were you going? That this is JJ's and uh, that shady beach that we talked about, that sand road. Yeah. I mean, you drive on forever, sand, sand, sand in this little town. Like, like this is where they had the Turbo Joe uh, show. And that's exactly where the people we sat, right there at the video. It's just like the videos you see. And that's inside. The parking, we finally found a place to park. And like, oh, thank God we fall. And then they, they took off. I mean, I'm like fishtailing down the sand going pretty fast. You know, I'm going 20 miles an hour. I'm going like 45. I'm like, is it like snow? If I had 
No, it's like hard sand. Do I slide? It was, but JJ's was was great. We didn't need to see the Batman. Just see us walk around with the base surfer. And boots started playing, and then we met. Uh, I mean, we talked to Aaron. We got a picture with him, and I mean, because he was just having a ball. It was Aaron Beavers for sure, for sure. We just had them all. You realize we, we saw Steve Larson more than we ever have seen him before because we saw him every day. Yeah. We saw him on oh, Thursday, Thursday night. Because he, he played in one of the Steve opening Larson bands. Steve Larson was one of, in one of the opening bands at the pre-party at Mardi Gras before Sherman. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then, uh, of course, you know, we saw him Saturday. Yeah. At the show. Well, Friday at the uh, sunset. Yeah. At the hot dog thing. He was out He stopped by. The whole band stopped by. Peach didn't even expect it. the show on Saturday and then the cantina on Sunday. JJ. Yeah. Larson was there talking to everybody, and Larson was different on stage. He was so a little bit more heavy for him. He was just more, uh, he was just having fun. I mean, the energy from the crowd, the band, to the crowd, the band is something I, I just never experienced anything like that before. I, I mean, I really did. There's a, there's a special energy, and it's the whole adventure. Is it? You just fly down there and go to this concert. I mean, the, the whole thing, thing is, is it's getting a lot of work. There. You can't. It's not easy to get there, and it's not easy to, to go through it. It's, yeah. it's an adventure. It's not just a little drive. You're on the road for a long time. Yeah, it's like four hours. By the cacti in the desert. I mean, through the desert, you're like, the car breaks down, what do we do? There's hardly, you know, sometimes... There's only one road, it looked like, on the maps. Yeah. But we made sure we bought Was water and stuff, because we didn't want to, like, get stuck out in the desert and, like, well, not have water. And once it gets to Mexico, I don't know what it is. Triple A acts like Mexico has no roads. Eight. It's Eight. You leave the U.S., you're on your own. Yeah, it's the first time, I'll tell you what, it's the first time, this is so pathetic, it's the first time I ever traveled anywhere that AAA doesn't map out. But thank you. I mean, JJ's was cool, and JJ's was cooler than I thought, because I'm not even hungover. I'm a little cloudy, and I just start drinking beer when we're there, because we're there now, we get there before noon, because we left early. We get there before noon, I'm having, I had a shot of what supposedly is Mexican moonshine, but it was very smoky, like Mexican moonshine is supposed to be. Or PH told me on one of our talks, PH told me that, uh, have you tried Roger's tequila? He doesn't even call it Mexican moonshine. It's like he forgot what the name was. PH goes, you ever tried Roger's tequila? I, I don't like, I'm not a tequila drinker, but it's, uh, he goes, it tastes like a campfire. He says, the best campfire ever tasted. <laughs> Then Roger came later, and people were actually waiting in line, and we actually did do that because he had the old school shirt, and he said it again. Oh, you did? That's school. That's the oldest school shirt. He doesn't remember exactly who it is, but he recognizes. Did you recognize you guys? Being, he just recognizes the shirt, and yeah. then we're like, "Hey, we're guys from the North Coast and stuff." And this time it was a little, you know, there's a lot going on. And while he's meeting people, he's getting drinks constantly, doing yeah. shots. So uh, he was getting a little foggy about what. The North Coast is. So we're starting to get farther and farther from his. Yeah, and he's eventually. That's he's not going to have any. We're going to have to do another. We're going to have to get him another. Yeah. Or Aaron put on a good show at the JJ's. Yeah, and I got to hear "I'm Not Crazy" because I missed that song getting beers the two nights before. It was like just bugging me because it's my favorite Sherman song on the new CD. So yeah, but I had so I go there to scream and I went, "I I'm not crazy." To tell the play because he was like tuning up and talking to the crowd and he didn't hear me even though I'm right there. You know, it's kind of. And this woman goes, you have to scream louder. You have to scream really loud for me to hear you. So I went, and nothing came out. <laughs> nothing, nothing came out. You know, and I said, let's look at the woman. Like, and she's like, I'm not crazy. Tell, tell him for me. And as I'm walking away, I'm like, holy cow, I lost my voice. And I hear him going, are you sure you're not crazy? He's talking to the woman. She heard, he heard her. 
And, and then uh, he played it next, so that was cool. I got to hear the song. But it was so funny because I'm going to really scream it. <laughs> Nothing. But I could not stop. The conversation on the way home for you two must have been great. And we were pretty quiet for a while. <laughs> well, except at the border crossing. We were in a border yeah. crossing. Well, Mike, <laughs> Mike, was a little, Mike was a little moving slow that day. Just a little bit. Yeah, I just had water like all day. He just drank water at Janie's. And I kept, because Mike's being good, he's drinking water. And every time I look, my beer's die. I got a line floating, a little bit of warm beer and it, with a Dos Equis. And, and uh, we're getting more and more beers. And they were all stopping. I felt like such a lush. I kept getting uh, more and more Dos Equis. But, jeez, it felt so good. So I was totally, when we left JJ's, I was feeling great. There's no hangover bash. <laughs> no, by the end, I was, I was feeling fine. But then we're, then the long drive home, and then the long border crossing, the wait at the border crossing, we're asking each other, uh, what are they going to do? Are they going to make us get out of the car? <laughs> yeah, that's when we make shit up. Well, they're, they're going to, you know, how, how much longer? An hour? Are you making the shit up? Yeah. <laughs> what well, are you asking me? I don't know. I can't see. You don't know any more than I do. Why am I even asking you? Just stop. I have no idea how and many vendors walking up and down between yeah, the cars. With uh, right, ceramic turtles. Windows. All kinds of ceramic turtles. Yeah, so it's the first time we get to the border guard. It's a U.S. guy. But the glasses, you know, like you couldn't. He's got a real attitude. We're cliche with the cactus and the Michigan shirts. Here, this guy's all cliche. So the guy at the border crossing goes, okay, uh, U.S. citizens? Yeah. He goes, uh, passports or proof of citizenship and picture ID. And I already had my birth certificate already because I'm scared. I did never signed my passport. You know, I got it brand new. It's brand new. Here, let me sign it for you right in front of you. <laughs> well, that should be the best though just like a credit card that should be the best here's my signature but you have to look at everything so I'm like I get the passport I'm like should I give him everything or just the passport Mike gives him the passport with his driver's license and the guy doesn't even grab it right he says I said these passport or <laughs> he wasn't even looking at me he was he was always looking around the car never made eye contact I said passport or like he was just pissed. I'm like, sorry. And I'm like, it's okay. All right, I'm giving you just a pass. Yeah. Get through. I know what I'm doing. This bastard doesn't listen. <laughs> this guy touched the cactus down the road. <laughs> but along, along the way, as soon as we got into, like, cell phone coverage, that's when I picked up that message from Chad that he was playing at that open mic. Oh, yeah, we knew that he might be doing this. So then we had, yeah, that's right. We ended this Circus Mexicus with a trip to Scottsdale, Scottsdale. Irish Pub called The Dubliner, and saw a really cool open mic show that had nothing to do with Roger Clint at all. But I was still glowing, and I had our first fat tire beers that Chad's always raving about, because they don't have it in Michigan. But we finally could have water with ice and everything, you know. <laughs> we were so happy. <laughs> and saw so some weird, we saw one guy basically having sex with this, dry humping his guitar, with the, you know, took his pants off and everything. Yeah. And stuff, and weird stuff. So, it was just a weird way to end it. I guess we got to the hotel, late, got a few hours sleep, and then back home. It was a tough flight home because the you, you know, flight's at 9 a.m. and you come home at 4 or something. Yeah, flying back. Yeah, the whole day, yeah. You're yeah the whole day's shot, and there's our cars waiting for us in the parking lot. <laughs> it's snowing. We never said that. <laughs> I, go to, I go to the airport Thursday morning. And I and I park. Uh, we, I knew we were leaving about the same time. And I park. I end up in the blue deck at the top at the airport. And then I come down. And I'm falling. I comes downstairs and says, "You take this walkway to the Smith Terminal. It's the old terminal." And I see a car come up the ramp, the main ramp. 
Mike was a good boy. 